Welcome, podcasting world. Welcome, me. Welcome back to me. I would like to let y'all know that with a tear in my eye and with a Balls Guana original soda in my hand, I am glad to say welcome to the Quick Pop Podcast. With me, as always, are my two very energetic hosts. Very happy to be here. So excited. Just charisma and energy oozing out of them. I have Raunchy Ron and Ace. Boys, how are we doing? Well, seeing as how this is your first time on the podcast, you know, welcome, uh, Jacques, uh, to the Quick Pop Podcast. I, you, you already seem like you're already at home, so we'll just, we'll, we'll just let you... Uh, We'll let you take it away. You, you're already home. You're already here. You're already a magnificent oat full of flavor. Uh, and, I mean, you know that Jake is supposed to be here with us, but he's still working on his 90 day. And we decided to bring you on to um, take care of it. Um, that It's kind of one of the reasons why we weren't here last week. Um, there, there was a problem with your visa, which, uh, you know, that, that must have been... Must have been crazy, seeing as how you are French, but your English is dang near immaculate. Um, But yeah, ladies and gentlemen, welcome uh, Jacques. Okay, okay, no, no, no. we're going to stop right there. I'm not even going to let Ace talk now. No, we're getting into this, boys. Um, I want to start off this podcast by jumping straight into the um, the lies, the misinformation, and everything you two have been spitting in my time off. This whole um, uh, blaming everything on WWE, on Jake, and all of this. Ron, you a lie. All you've been doing is lying. I mean, it's it's on TV. It's on like Hulu. It's on Peacock. I mean, so, it's on uh, like Reddit slash Squared Circle. I don't know how I could lie. So let me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, listen, that's the problem is y'all are listening to all these tabloid hosts like Dave Meltzer. Let me give y'all what really happened. But so WWE put out the videos, though. Two weeks ago, two weeks ago, I flew out to New York to meet with one Vincent Kennedy McMahon or Venmo, as I like to call him. And he uh, arranged a little meeting. He rented out one of those like tour boats that uh, they give tours around New York Harbor. I sent Ace and Ron the pictures They are, You know, they can put them up if they want to. They are very real and very like non doctored at all with us having dinner with him and his wife, um, which you guys. OK, the one thing fun thing about working for WWE guys is they catered in the whole thing. It was awesome. There's people there that I can't say who they are, but um. They started playing music. Vince McMahon actually got up and sang and danced, stand back to the entire boat. It was great, guys. He was sitting there doing the dances and stuff. He almost didn't break a hip. It was great, great, great times. But, um, Ron, you, you, you keep br- blaming me for the egg? Uh, I, I didn't blame you. The, the entire world blamed you. Okay, okay, that's fine, that's fine. Um, I would have y'all know that... Uh, Bruce Pritchard threw me under the freaking bus because what had happened was I suggested the egg as, oh, like Vince, like stole it from the set. And then the rock was going to come in at Survivor Series 
and, you know, beat up people and boom, The Rock's there, 25 years of The Rock. No one told me that The Rock was out of the country filming and that that wasn't an option. And then they ran with this egg that's a, you know, saying like it's a, a so many million dollar egg of Vince McMahon's right after a layoff. I didn't suggest any of that crap. Freaking Bruce Pritchard's trying to get me out there because I was buddying it up with Vince on the boat while Bruce Pritchard was on the back sulking and crying with Doc Hendricks. It's ridiculous. I also did not pitch Brock Lesnar versus Roman at day one. I pitched Xavier Woods and Roman at day one. But what had happened, but what happened was they want to make, uh, who was it? Freaking Khan wants to make it one of the big four, four and now like a big five. And so they wanted a big main event for it. It's ridiculous to try to make one of your biggest pay-per-views of the year the same month as a as, uh, Royal Rumble. This is ridiculous. Let's talk, guys. And I'm getting tired of getting blamed for all of it. I mean, none of this happened until you got hired. All of it happened before I get hired. All of it happened while you were hired. Yeah. You scapegoat. Same thing with... Yeah, dude, dude. Same, I've been texting with, with Eze all week long. Eric Bischoff, for those who don't know. The same thing happened to him on SmackDown. SmackDown, they had all these stupid ideas pre-planned, and they knew they wouldn't work. They hired him and then fired him and acted like it was all his fault. I'm a victim. This is a conspiracy theory. And you know what? You know what? Ron, I've noticed, like, Ace was the WWE guy, and then he got fired. Oh, oh. He had just a straight-up firing, a no-non-compete clause with that bullcrap. I get fired. I have a two-week, not a 90-day, Ron. It was a two-week no-compete clause. That's the reason I'm back. But I'm noticing, Ron, while I was gone, you were pushing really hard for I'm doing everything wrong, I'm blaming, and you're still uh, uh, just putting this narrative. Ron, are you the new WWE guy? Did you get me fired and try to take that position in that company? No, because honestly, it's a sinking ship, just like the one that you were on in New York. Actually, actually, like halfway through, they did have to dock a little early. I was wondering why, now that you mention it. Ooh, that, that may have been a close one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm, glad, I'm glad you're safe. I'm glad you're safe. So, what, so now that you're gone from WWE... Um, what secrets can you tell us now? Oh, um, everyone thinks that Vince is the genius behind most of this. And then they're like, oh, he's lost touch and stuff. He hasn't lost touch. What it actually is, dude, Linda McMahon is a nagging wife. Oh, why don't you, why don't, why don't you push Roman more? Oh, 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 what? Matt Riddle's really funny. You should, you should team him up with everyone. You should break RK bro up and then team, team Riddle with that Austin Theory guy. He's cute and stuff. Oh my God, half the decisions is just because Vince gets tired of Linda and it's like, all right, fine, I'll book them. Like, it's ridiculous. Like, if you, if, you, if you piss Linda off, you're fired. Half those people that got laid off is all because they looked at Linda the wrong way. Everyone thinks it's Vince. It's totally Linda, man. Oh, that's wild. That's wild. So, have you caught up with, like, wrestling since you've been uh, unceremoniously, uh, you know, you caked your pants in New York? 
I, I, I what? <laughs> you caked your pants. In New I York. caked my pants in New York. Yeah, you totally caked your pants. Oh, I okay. You know, um, Jake, I'll, I'm gonna be honest with you. I didn't yeah. see the ship photo until just now. Oh, did you not? Yeah, I didn't. And it, this is totally legit, right? This, this is totally yeah. legit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't know if Ace has seen it, but I'm posting it in the Discord right now. Yeah. Um, yeah. That's yeah. Totally. One hundred ten percent not doctored. No. See, no. thank you. Thank you. See, I, Ron, listen, I know for all of our back and forth, I knew you would be the voice of reason of knowing an undoctored photo when you see one. I was on a boat with Vince and Linda. Well, and, you, you yeah. put it lightly. You put it lightly. It wasn't a boat. It was like a yacht. Well, I mean, listen, listen here. When when you're rolling with Venmo, you you're upper class. So if I say a boat, people know what it is. You know, I'm not yeah. here to brag that, you know, I was on a yacht. I flew back on a private jet. You know, those those things are for people that need those material things. I don't need them. I just seem to always get them. You know, no, I feel that. Uh, Ace, do you, do you see this photo? Please tell me you see this photo. Uh, hi, yes, I'm here, and uh, I do see this definitely not doctored, totally legit uh, photo of uh, apparently, I guess, the future or maybe the past where where Ellis Island has completely sunk into the ocean and only the uh, Statue of Liberty remains. No, no, no. Ellis Island hasn't sunk into the uh, ocean, Ace. Ellis Island is behind the boat. Ellis Island isn't uh, isn't fully attached to uh, the same island. I'm not sure if you knew that. Jake, Jake you need to you need to see this photo that you posted. I'm not even kidding. Oh <laughs> no, 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 I see it. I see it. I'm looking at it right now. You see it? Yeah, yeah. You 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 reposted my photo. Yes. No, I see it. Yeah. How come you didn't tell us that Vince literally has a yacht? That, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Such good ship. Okay, listen, you can't see it from there. It's literally called the SS Such Good Ship. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, no. no. I said, dude, and now picture in that boat, like picture like a little dance area with lights and him reenacting uh, stand back in front of all his employees who are all looking at each other like, Okay, this is really sad, but we're supposed to applaud, right? Like, that was the whole night. That was the whole night. Everyone was looking around at anything he did, like, oh, should we react to this? Does he want a good reaction, a bad reaction? Dude, everyone is scared of that man. It is ridiculous. I'm still tripping out over such good ship. Yeah, that's pretty great. That's pretty great. That's yeah. such good ship. <laughs> this is such good ship. I can't. I can't. Uh, okay, so okay. Now let, let's get let's get on to the actual news though. Jake, what did you know about Johnny Gargano and uh Kyle O'Reilly's uh contracts coming up? And do you know yes. where they're going? Like are you are you close with them or so the rumor is, is that WWE may be trying to resign Johnny Gargano. Um, wow. You're so like, out of touch. They may, so yeah, out of touch. yeah, yeah, no, but seriously, they think they, uh, they, they, what they, what they actually think is that they can, uh, let him go, uh, do some indie work and then they're going to offer him, uh, less money 
and think that because the Indies doesn't pay as much as them, he'll just come running back. That was a quote from someone in payroll that I talked to. It is wild. They literally, Vince knows Tony Khan has money. Vince thinks Tony Khan is just a wrestling fan that won the lottery. That is what Vince literally thinks. He thinks Tony Khan just is going to blow through all this money in like another year or two because he thinks he just won the lottery. He doesn't know who Tony Khan's family is at all. It is bizarre. That does seem kind of wild. Very yeah, that tracks. Yeah, very wild. Um, so did you see like one of like Johnny Gargano's like twenty T-shirts that came up on uh, ProWrestlingTees.com? Uh, I saw some of them. Which one are you talking about? Just all of the, all of them, all of them. All oh yeah, like uh, like the one that's like a Spider Verse shirt. Um, I, I like the one where it's uh, just all of his uh, former like takeover stuff. Oh like, yeah, that that one was really cool. Yeah. That one was really cool. Um, but here's something that surprised me: all Johnny Gargano came out with all those shirts, but what about Kyle O'Reilly? Oh, I'm calling it right now. Kyle O'Reilly, if he hasn't already, is signing with AEW. They are going to do a schism between Adam Cole and the Bucks. And then you're going to get the era question mark versus uh, the elite when Kenny comes back. So you don't think that they'll run with the uh, storyline of Adam is the new leader of the elite in Kenny? What I think is he's going to try to become the new leader of the elite and the bucks are going to kind of be on the fence and then Kenny's going to come back. And then basically whenever the bucks like kind of decide, well, no, but Kenny should be the leader. I think Kyle O'Reilly will step in and then it will be Kyle O'Reilly fish and Adam Cole versus the bucks and Kenny. Wow. Interesting. Show your work. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought that. Yeah. But you know, because fine. then, well, because the only reason I think that they're, they're going to do that is because then you can have a physical version in AEW of of the Wednesday Night Wars because you literally have three guys that was in NXT versus three of the guys that started AEW. Yeah, and they can take a bunch of sh- they can bring up a bunch of stuff about that. Um, Adam Cole, if, if he's going to be the heel, can act like bitter that more people were watching uh, this this show without him when he's clearly the better wrestler, blah, blah, blah. And you can just really pull off of even though Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly and uh, Bobby Fish may not have been angry about it. You know, they can act like that is the root of the bitterness that is feeding into this feud. So you're telling me that they're they're not even going to entertain the thought of Kevin Owens leaving uh, WWE, becoming Kevin oh, yeah. again and uh, doing the uh, Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Oh, I, I can tell you, you right, right now, uh, Vince does not think Kevin Owens is leaving. Uh, Vince uh, thinks that all these references is that uh, in January, Kevin Owens is taking a uh, family vacation to go see Mount Rushmore. Okay, so see, that's believable. But aren't you worried about Kevin Owens in Mount Rushmore? He goes, well, I'd be worried about a family vacation, pal. Oh, it's a great place. I've been there a few times. He's going to love it. Little, kid, little kids going to have a great time. Uh, Owen is actually uh, taller than Kevin. 
I know. Yeah. Dude, when I saw a picture of Owens, I was like, oh, wow, wow, it's crazy. His son's like 16, 18. And then I looked down and read the comments like on his 14th birthday. I was like, daggum. Yeah. yeah. The boy grew. He did. What Bless his heart, though. It's funny because you, you started... You realize that as a teenager, he's going to be like, oh, I could take dad. I could take dad. And, you know, uh, his wife just kind of goes like, oh, yeah, you do here. Watch this video. And it's like old Kevin Steen videos. And he's just like, oh, maybe maybe not. Maybe I shouldn't. Yeah, it's like Kevin Steen and El Generico in that ladder match. It's like, oh, never mind. I I don't think I want to mess with dad. (laughs) You know what? I'm good. It's like you have that one moment when when you start growing older that you think you could take your dad. Not if your dad is Kevin Owens. <laughs> yeah, right. Not if your dad is the prize fighter. Yeah, this, this, is, this is not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Not gonna I'll say this, though. Every time uh, I'm right there with you where I'm like, oh, man, you know, this is the moment where, like, he leaves. Uh, I feel like it's also the moment where WWE kind of gets aware that he might leave and, like, actually gives him a good story. Yeah, because I I will say this. Um, Raw is still not a great show. I am digging this Kevin Owens storyline. The Kevin Owens, Seth Rollins, um, Big E storyline. I'm I'm kind of digging. He he keeps trying to be like Seth Rollins. He's trying to get buddy buddy with him. (laughs) And the fact that like uh, Kevin Owens maybe did, maybe didn't just like straight up lie his way into the main event. Yeah, I like how he is threading this line of being a heel, but not being a heel. It's like he's doing heel things, but then it's like, yeah, but, you know, Seth Rollins is the heel. I'm not the heel. And it's just like I'm waiting for that moment where he goes like full Kevin Owens heel again. We like that. Yeah, we like that. I'm right there with you. Like, I'm, I'm curious to see, like. Are we gonna get like full full heel? Are we gonna get like pseudo heel? Like, it remains to be seen. But, but I, I I dig the fact that like he I don't know he's not straight up the bad guy because like we've had that Kevin same way we've had like the good guy Seth Rollins. Yeah. And this Seth Rollins definitely is not that. Yeah. Uh, now, my the bigger question, though, that I will pose to you, fine gentlemen, is the whole day one pay-per-view thing, nonsense or whatever, going to be, do you think, like, it'll be one of those, like, got to see it kind of things, or do you think it'll be almost Saudi show-ish? So, I was not kidding when I said they want to make this into one of the next big pay-per-views. Um, like, they are really trying to make this a big deal, and they want to continue to do this pay-per-view every year uh, on New Year's Day. I don't know if they're going to Japan it and do it like if New Year's Day is on a Wednesday type deal, uh, or if it's just going to be the first weekend in January. But, uh... Yeah, they they really want to make this one of their next big pay-per-views. And I just don't understand why you would want your next big pay-per-view to be in January with 
The only thing I can think of is that you think the Royal Rumble, or they think the Royal Rumble match is such a draw that they can put like a big time heavyweight title match and stuff like that on day one and then just do the Rumble matches and a few other matches and the Rumble will still draw in people. But I don't know. I don't like, like I, I think that's stupid because I one, do too. one good thing about like the Rumble is that usually they do have a championship match. And sometimes that belt does change. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, also like you well, now you have the two championship matches, but like usually here in the last few years, at least one of the two heavyweight title matches at the Rumble is one of those. Ooh, I want to see that match, you know? So you have like at least one heavyweight title match. That's like, Ooh, yeah, I, I want to see that on top of having a men's and women's role. Like that's what sells the rumble. If you're going to water down everything else, but the rumble itself, I feel like you're downgrading the rumble. And plus I think they're really like front loading their pay-per-view schedule because it also, and let's just throw this out there just because it is a thing. Um, they are basically sandwiching uh, Wrestle Kingdom. Yes. Yeah, no, you're you're 100% right. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it's good for wrestling fans because the month of January literally is day one Wrestle Kingdom Royal Rumble. Like, that's exactly what's happening is that that's going to be your entire month. One weekend you have day one. The next two weekends you have Wrestle Kingdom and then you have uh, Royal Rumble. I mean, like I said, I'm not upset about it because, you know, that's a whole lot of fun wrestling if the if all those shows delivers. But I also think with WWE, you're just any match outside of the Royal Rumble match you're only giving yourself like two to three weeks to hype it up. So yeah. now it feels like all the matches at R- rumble title wise will probably just be rematches from day one. I just, yes, but like, I, I think my, my big thing is we're sitting here going like, you know, Oh, well they should act like they should keep the, the Royal rumble a big deal. Cause it's one of the big four, but like, the unfortunate counter to that is the fact that, like, they really did Survivor Series dirty this year. Like, Dude, they've been doing Survivor, Survivor Series dirty for a while. Well, I, I think the big problem to, uh, was when, like, you quit caring, I guess. Like, See, it, there I don't used to be a time they- where, like, they legitimately had... Uh, I guess like rivalries, as I would say, and now it's not really a thing. See, I don't think it's even that they quit caring. I think it's that in somewhere in their mind, for whatever reason, they think that, oh, well, we have a brand split. So Survivor Series will be one of the few times a year you get to see these guys wrestle. But but one this year, especially it was felt watered down because you just did the brand split in August. Or the beginning of September. You did it like two months ago. So like half these guys were wrestling each other two months ago. Right. And then on top of that, like, dude, Raw versus SmackDown is played out. Um, 
Well, that's I, what made uh, last year fun, I believe it was, when they uh, added NXT. I think it was two, two years, years ago. Yeah, I thought so. Yeah, two years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I knew it was. Yeah, no, one of I completely agree. That felt fresh. That that was that was my favorite Survivor Series probably of the last decade because that was the first one where I'm like, oh, Adam, you know, uh, Keith Lee's going to get to wrestle all of these guys, and Adam Cole is going to get to wrestle this guy. And it felt different. And for some reason, they never did it again. But like, it felt so different. Speaking of feeling different, Ace, I know you were in Mario London. Yeah. Ron, uh, did you watch? Did you watch Rampage? Uh, I only watched a little bit of it. It's been a busy, busy uh, time. That's fine. Only one thing mattered. Ron, did you see the debut of Hook? Of Hook. Bro. Send Hook. Send, Send Hook. Dude, Send I, I, I now just let everyone know if you're wondering why I'm gushing about AEW, I am now a free agent when it comes to my wrestling fandom. So, because WWE, they fired me. I paid my penance. I'm a free agent. Send Hook. Send Hook every week. I, oh, dude. I also, I, I, I want to see whole, more Hook. I want to see more Hook. Presentation apparently was his idea. Dude, that's smart. Um, that is smart. Dude, if that is true, that all of that is his idea, I cannot wait to see what else this kid is going to do. Um, God, so much I want to get into. One, one, his. Let, let's just start off his entrance. Oh, the Action Bronson. Okay, one, the Action Bronson song is freaking awesome. Such a good song to come out to. Um, but two, just everything about his entrance, dude. If this kid didn't base his entrance on uh, Creed two, I, I call I call BS, dude. Everything about that felt like the entrance Creed did uh, at the beginning of Creed two. The lights coming out, then just the white lights in certain areas, then just his name popping up, and then just a spotlight on him just walking to the ring like he's about to murder somebody, and then getting in the ring and immediately going to a turnbuckle and just turning his back to his opponent like well, he just doesn't, doesn't even care. Do. Oh, yeah. it was so good. Like just that interesting. I'm like, is is this kid a star? And the first judo flip he did on the kid, I was like, I think AEW just struck gold. Like yeah. he didn't. It was all about his offense. So we haven't seen him sell. But dude, if Hook can sell like uh, other people's moves on top of his move set, dude, they may have just struck gold with Taz's son. Yeah. Like now that yeah a lot like, a lot of yeah. hook I have to admit I I'm completely clueless was for so when I saw y'all getting hyped about it I had to kind of like go do you know whatever Your research I could get away with yeah yeah because yeah, you know I, I was in London and it wasn't that I was like away from the news but uh, let me let me tell you time difference is the worst when you're like thinking oh i'm gonna catch this show what time do i normally watch it oh like in the evening what time would that be for me oh uh 4 a.m you need to get on that uh yeah you need to hit up the board did you see simon miller well yeah i always i always watch that but like no no i mean no did you see him like you hang out with him 
What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Did, did you, you were in out? London? Did you hang out with Simon Miller? Did oh, you hang did out with I Simon actually Miller? hang out? Yeah, did dude. Our look, I, that was on the itinerary. It was something I wanted to do. We couldn't like meet up. It was very unfortunate. Well, gosh, come on, Ace. I hung uh, out with Vince. The least you could do is hang out with Simon Miller. I had a week to experience a country. I had to manage my expectations. So you didn't you didn't want to see the national treasure that is Simon Miller? Oh, what believe culture? me. I petitioned to view the legend. You could have gave him I, an up. Oh, he would have given me one. <laughs> like oh you come out here all the way all the way from the united states all the way from tennessee and you want to give your boy simon miller an up it's not you're not getting just an up you're getting a golden up <laughs> and i've I didn't any head slap thank there. You. it's only authentic <laughs> if you head slap well i i can't i i don't want to do the head slap right now why not because my head hurts fine but but imagine I did it and and that he looked right into Ace's eyes and he says, yeah, and we like that. At What Culture Wrestling, we we like that. <laughs> we like that. We like also that. something, something, something distraction finish. Power and give the good bits an up and the bad bits a down. <laughs> this is this is Ace's Spades card in the United Kingdom. Then now AC. Anyway, no, like, uh, like I think I mentioned this in the pre-show. Uh, I was very surprised. Like, it's not like you, you know, like in the stage, you, you know, everywhere you turn, you, you know, oh, WWE this, WWE that. But uh, you know, you at least see like something somewhere, like uh, you know, a store sign or or something. There was like nothing like you you would think that like pro wrestling just doesn't even exist. Not AEW, not WWE. It was it was very interesting. What you thought you'd just see billboards everywhere? I I thought I'd see at least one. You know, yeah. acknowledging it, especially since they had their own like branch essentially. I don't know. Yeah, I guess. I mean, but did you go to the area that they uh, film uh, NXT UK? I mean, I went all over London. I don't remember. I don't know specifically where they film NXT UK. I want to say, isn't it in Liverpool? That's not even in London proper. That's up north. Yeah. So, it, yeah, there you go. It may not even they may not even film in actual. They do it on a soundstage in Los Angeles. There you go. <laughs> I believe that in Cardiff. Black, black. Oh, oh black yeah. Oh, guys. Hey, guys, y- y'all want to know another secret about WWE? Yeah, always. They actually have not left the Thunderdome. The crowds are just animatronics. They've spent the last year and a half developing the technology for. So they're just five nights at Freddy's in the a hundred percent. So you're telling me that you have allowed a robot to attack Seth Rollins. Yes, dude. Everyone thinks that that guy's mental health issues. Dude, his account is fake. He wasn't a real person. Dude, it is crazy. Everyone doesn't think everyone thinks K- kayfabe is dead. Dude, 
this Thunderdome uh, has made Vince completely reinvent kayfabe. Any new fan chance that you're like, oh, man, Chicago is coming up with some fun chance. That's Vince in the back just yelling out what to make the robots yell. It's crazy. It's crazy. You know, the, the weirdest thing that you had ever said, just this entire podcast the, the only thing that I really honestly do not believe uh-huh. that you said yep. is that he has a yacht that's <laughs> that's such named such, such good ship. SS such good ship. Yes. Yes. Why is that so hard to believe? Dude, it's the SS such good ship. It's great. I don't know. It sounds like something I would read from a Moxley book. It's 100% something that you'd see on a Moxley yeah. Have you read Moxley's book? I think it's in there. I think he talks about the ship. The the SS such good ship? Yeah, yeah. I think it's in the book. I need a I need to read it. Yeah. I, say, I, guess I need to reread the book, I guess. Yeah, I mean you, you need to read the book, Ron, because I mean you're questioning the photo that we've all agreed is definitely real and not doctored. And then now you're saying that you don't you think the weird thing is the name of the ship. When obviously it's there, Moxley talks about it. I just, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like I can't get behind it. I, I can't get behind you were on a yacht. Yeah. That was called Such Good Ship. Yeah, Such Good Ship. Yeah. You, you baffle me, man. I know. Yeah. My, 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 hey, my life is a, a treasure trove of uh, baffling people. Okay. Um, speaking of a uh, treasure trove real quick. Yeah, uh, I think Ace knows how I feel about this. Um, you're about to you're about to have some feelings. Well, up okay. soon. Um, it was known to me by one of my friends, one of my good, one of my uh, good friends, um, one Doc Gallows. Uh, he let me know personally yeah. that they are working on Talking Shop of Mania Three, uh, Return of the Mark. Um, how do you feel about that? Me? Yeah. Um, I think there's a ship named after what I feel about that, because that is such good ship. Um, I think that we went through a dark period in wrestling, and it was the uh, period right, right after Talking Shop of Mania 2, when it was believed that that was going to be the last Talking Shop of Mania. We all mourned, we all cried, we all weeped. We all were wondering, can AEW fill this void? We don't have to wonder anymore because there is a Talking Shop of Mania 3 in the works. And I believe the landscape of wrestling will be changed forever. And that, uh, once again, nothing will be able to compare to that. I'm I'm so excited for... Talking Shop of Mania 3. I'm so excited. Dude, when you uh sent that to the group chat, uh like you you I think you just sent like the shirt or something of it before yes. you, you sent that thing. And I was just like, oh, it's cool, they're making a shirt. And I didn't pay attention to the fact that it said Talking Shop of Mania 3. I saw Return of the Mark. I was like, oh, that's funny. I was like, ah, oh, look, it's you know, sex sex and too bad and stuff like that. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And I was just thinking it was a shirt they made for maybe something they were doing with their podcast. And then I looked up and saw like what uh, the text said above the shirt. I was like, oh, boy, it's happening. It's happening. Like, I, I need a confirmation. So 
you know, I, I hit up my my good friend, uh, Sex Ferguson. I said, hey, yeah. yo, is this a thing? And, you know, he decided to give me some uh, gas station uh, pills of a certain variety and gave me a four loco and told me what was good. The most famous. I mean, so, the most impressive thing is that yeah. like four locos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. You know, Luke Gallo's personal friend of the podcast decided to give, give Ron some exclusive news and decided to break the news to Ron personally that, uh, yeah, it's happening. Well, we, he, he did not. He didn't give you a date, did he? He 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 would have he would have given it to Ace, but he was uh, out of out of country, and That's he would have given it. Reason, but okay, he, he would have given it to Jake, but he didn't know how to feel after working for the man and working for the Fed. Well, so, that that and also I was on my um, probation at the time, so if he would have given it to me, it just would have sat there. So if he wanted the news to be broke, there was only one person that could break the news at the moment, and that was you, 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 my good friend Ron. Yeah, the 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 raunchiest of the three of us. That's right. Just, the raunchy one had to break the news. Yeah. Let it be clear that London doesn't equal dead, but yes, London or uh, Ron needed to be the one that. Broke I mean, the news. doesn't it though? I mean, I mean, with you know the time difference and everything, um, you would have much more exposure with a guy in the states. I mean, the time difference, the dreary weather. Uh, just the overall disposition of people from London, doesn't it kind of equal basically death? I mean, yeah. Oh, wait, wait, Thomas, wait, do we have anyone that listens to this from London? Do we know? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'd have to look at the, the demographics. What I meant to say was, it is like an atrocity that he wouldn't let Ace break it from over there in London. So that those beautiful people over there in London could have got the information maybe even before us in America. I mean, that is almost just disgusting, except for I like Luke Gallows, too. So I don't want to besmirch him. So, I mean, I just the most we're just going to say it's because uh, Luke Gallows is closer friends with Ron, obviously. Yeah, that's probably more likely. I mean, can he like I'm relatable. When it comes to uh, Doc Gallows, I'm, I'm, I'm relatable. I'm, I was about to say, when it comes to Doc Gallows, you're relatable. Yeah, I'm relatable. The average person walking down the street, eh. Eh. But, you know, me, I mean, he, he talks about some some gas station pills, talks about four local, uh, talks about <laughs> four local, four locals it, together on the corner. Oh, what happens next? Well, you talk to Sex Ferguson. He'll tell you what happens sex. Um, but yeah, oh boy. I'm just I'm just saying. I'm just saying I, I could like he and I could relate to each other. That's about I, it. Uh, I believe you two could. Yeah. Having you two in a room together, I think, is a TV show waiting to happen. Now, yeah, it'd be an HBO TV show, but a TV we're, show nonetheless. I mean, we're waiting for uh, what you call it, Access TV to pick it up. But, you know, like the PG-14 version, uh, then FXX could probably pick it up after that and, you know, give us the goods. Well, we'll come on after uh, Always Sunny. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that tracks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that 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 fits in perfectly there. Perfect fit for that lineup. Oh yeah, it's it's a match made. Um, 
what do you think would be the perfect fit uh, for some of the surprises coming up on Wednesday for uh, Winter is Coming? I mean, we talked about we talked about WWE. We talked about um, uh, talk Shop Mania three. We talked about London, but we haven't talked about AEW. Well, we talked about Hook. We did talk about Hook, but Hook's not AEW. AEW is Hook. Fair. Um, let's see. So, so okay, let, let's, let's start off this. Do we think Danielson will beat Hangman Page? The only part of me that will say he doesn't is because he has been going fight after fight after fight after fight. That there's got to be just a little bit of rundown. I can see that, but I just I don't think we're as much as it does make sense for a Brian Danielson to be your heavyweight champion. I don't think you throw Hangman Page out this quickly. Yeah, I I think you let Page run with this title. I think um, I think it can happen though. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. It's not an, uh, it's not a foregone conclusion at all. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. There might be shenanigans, like, like, um, say Danielson kind of doubles down on his violence, and See, he ends up getting DQ'd. So this is what I would like. I think Hangman should win, right? Yeah. I've heard Danielson say in multiple interviews he would love to have a a, a group in AEW. Oh yeah, I would yeah, love if Danielson uh, loses, the Dark Order comes out to celebrate with Hangman, and then two, three, however people that are going to be in Danielson's group come out and just decimate everyone. And so it's yeah. like, yeah, Hangman's still the champion, but now you have this new group with Danielson as the leader. That is about to run rough shot on AEW. I, you know, I could honestly seeing, uh, I could honestly see Gargano being one of those men. That'd be interesting. Gargano, um, you know what I would, I honestly, even more so, who Wyndham. Really? Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I could also see for a young one, um, uh, oh, why am I blanking on his name? The guy that's with 2.0. Um, uh, Daniel Garcia? Yes, I could see Garcia in it as well. Because I could see, like, he actually, what I think would be really cool is if he started a group where it's like, we are actually wrestlers, and Garcia's in it, and uh, Grisham from... Uh, oh, John Grisham. Yes, yeah. he joins. He joins it. Um, that would I be think cool. that would be cool. Uh, speaking of, we're saying Grisham. You said uh, Wyndham. Do we think there will be any surprise there here at Winter is Coming? Yes. Really? Yes. Without a doubt. I. I. Yeah. Who do you okay. think then? Who do you think it will be? Uh, I think we will be seeing uh, Gargano. You think it's going to be Gargano? Does he? He does he? Did he no say that? I was going to say, didn't he say he was like being a dad? Oh, he's already uh, has an indie date signed. He, yeah, he already is is basically 
going on the indie tour. He's doing a DW uh, show. Yeah. So you mean think, like, well, I guess since he was in NXT, there's a good shot that he has the same contract as a. So I guess you guys, you guys are forgetting. You guys are forgetting something. What are we forgetting? They weren't future endeavored. They completed their contract. Oh, that's right. They did, didn't they? Yep. You are 100% correct, sir. So they could do it next day if they wanted to. That's right. So, yeah, like, so they could be talking to and just be smoothing out whatever it is him ready by then. Yeah. I mean, they did. They did move very fast on Adam. Yeah. Because Adam, I think, was like maybe a week removed. Yeah. I mean, so don't that, get me wrong. I, I, dude, I wouldn't mind seeing. I wouldn't mind seeing him. But yeah, that's um, that's the big thing is that there there's a distinct difference between you got future endeavored where like when you get the thirty days or the ninety days. Yeah. But if you complete your contract, then there's nothing that they could do to prevent you from going anywhere else. Because and he, he is a guy that I can see Tony wanting. I can see Tony wanting a Johnny Gargano on your roster because from all, you know, things you hear about, he's great in the locker room. Um, he's great in the ring. And yeah, he he would be he would he would be a good addition. And there's a lot of young talent there that he's never worked. With. Um, and then a lot of other talent that he hasn't worked with in a long time. Yeah. So. I, I could see that. I could see that. See, part of me wants to say if there is somebody, it's going to be uh, Wyndham or Bray Wyatt for people. Uh, but I don't I don't know if he's if he wants to come back yet to wrestling. Yeah, from what I heard, Wyndham's working with somebody on like a indie horror film thing. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think he is testing the waters outside of wrestling right now. And it pretty much is going to be kind of like, hey, if this works, I'm just not going to come back to wrestling. But if it doesn't work, then maybe I'll talk to somebody. Yeah. Um, and I think that's smart. Uh, go ahead and go away if you can do something else. You know, you don't have to come back, you know, but it is there if you want to come back to it. Well, it also for Wyndham, like I think it would be nice for him to uh be involved with the last company that one of his best friends uh you know took a shot with. Yeah, I agree. Like don't get me wrong, I think if he comes back, he's gonna come back to AEW. Yeah. Um just because just because of how much care they have taken with Brody. Yeah. And then also um, the fact that I've heard through the last bit, apparently him and creative in WWE just butted heads and some people labeled him as quote unquote hard to work with. Um, yeah. so I mean, don't get me wrong. People can kiss and make up. It happens. all. I just, I'm not sure if he would go back. Yeah. I just I, listen, that's all hearsay, but just in my opinion, I don't know if he'd go back. Um, there is one other thing I'm playing around with in my head. Yeah. Um, a new tag team or maybe, uh, even, even, uh, crazier stable. 
Okay. Uh, the new tag team. I think I have an. Uh, okay. All right. See, you know what? Let's let's do this. You think you could guess it, Ace? Do you think you could guess it? The tag team that I'm thinking of, or at least maybe a trio of people. Is it involving any no, of the? I'm not, I'm not gonna. It, they're they're all like available for AEW. I'll say that. I will take a guess right now. Go for it. And I will say the Briscoes. Okay. Okay. What about you, Ace? I don't have a guess. Well, I want you to think about this. Uh, the Briscoes is a really good choice, actually. But I would, I would love to see Briscoes in New Japan. Um, so you get someone like uh, Dalton Castle. Get someone like Dirty Dango. Get oh. someone like Tyler Breeze. <laughs> them in and watch them watch them fly damn you ron i it'll, want it it'll be the most spectacular thing ron ever ron, see. ron i am throwing virtual money your way because you have sold me on this i want to <laughs> finance your idea sir just think about it it's like the boys <laughs> dalton and in Breeze oh. and Dango, all of them together. The boys. There'll be Dude, more boys. It, it'd be great. Speaking of all this, I know we're uh, about to need to wrap up. Did any of you guys watch or look at results to a uh, final battle? No, uh, I did see that the Titan uh, showed up. Yes. The Titan uh, had him share. Yeah. Form- formerly known as Braun Strowman, he showed up. Um. A lot of AEW guys sent videos in, like Punk, Danielson, um, and people like that. The Bucks. To, you know, the um, Bucks did, yeah. The Bucks did as well, yes. The reason I mentioned the Briscoes is because the Briscoes became, I think, 11-time ROH Tag Champions uh, last night, mm-hmm. or whatever time it is. And then FTR showed up and jumped them, and they yeah. started this big brawl and got pulled apart. So I'm not saying... The Briscoes are coming to AEW, but it may be one of those situations where it's where they come and do like a match in AEW or they just do like maybe they, they come and do like a stint with a build up to a match at a pay-per-view versus FTR or something. Briscoes but, to impact FTR wants to FTR wants to go and challenge them They're I mean, yeah. They See, don't last, necessarily have to be the, signed with AEW. The, the, the final FTR. battle show, the final battle show, proved to me that I do not believe what I thought for a while. I do not believe ROH is. I think ROH is going to do what WCW was going to do before they got sold, and that is they did their final pay per view. They are basically telling everyone, "Hey, we don't have contracts for you right now. They're going to take a few months off." And then I think they're going to do a soft reset where I think everyone that won titles last night or was still or retained their titles is free to go do other stuff, but is going to come back. And then I think that you're basically going to rebuild their roster. Yeah. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if they go TNA style and it's basically like, hey, these 10 guys are our guys. Everyone else, it's an uh, an open door, and it will just rotate between you know whoever else. Or they may try something different that no one else is doing. I don't know, but 
I think ROH will be back by the end of 2022. I can, I can see that. I can definitely see that. I just, I just, I don't, I don't think you, you let Grisham finally win the ROH title when the door shut, shut, shutting on him. I don't think you have the Briscoes retain the title or, or win the title to become the most decorated tag team of all time. If you're shutting the door, I don't think you bring in the Titan on your, on your, you don't bring in a new guy to shut the door. You know, I, I, I think they basically crowned the people that they want to keep and then introduced one of their next big guys in, uh, what are they calling? I'll, I'll just say the Titan. I don't remember what they're, um, but the, the boys, yeah, the boys, I just, it felt more like, Hey, we're going to give you these matches to close out us. And then we're going to hint at where we're going in the future. And then it's like, it's just like any TV show. Okay. Well, this was the season finale tune in next season. And that's what it felt like. It didn't feel like. This is a series finale and the company's closed. It felt like a season finale. We'll tell you uh, when the next season's coming back next fall. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And I hope so, because I love ROA. Mm-hmm. It just, it needs a retooling. Yeah. And speaking of that, I guess we've reached about our time. You got any other? We've officially caught up essentially yeah i think we have um i think that was the world of wrestling this week fellas we can't any, use that uh, that's uh copyrighted oh um and that was wrestling as we know it um and that was world wrestling entertainment and that's how the bodies slam <laughs> yep. i'm so Impressed and disappointed at the same time. It's a strange feeling. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because I did a semi pun, so he loves it, but at the same time, he's disappointed because it was such a stupid one. Yeah. Uh, cool. It's a combo. <laughs> anyway, okay, uh, thanks everybody for. <laughs> if you want to let him do another one, I, I can. You know, no, let no, him no, no, no. I, I, I. I... The, the less Jake talks, the better. Hey, wait, what? <laughs> there. The less I talk, the better. Oh, I think you mean, hey, Jake, thank you for coming back and resurrecting this podcast from the two-week slump it was in while you were in New York. Was that what you were trying to say? Oh, Jake, thank you for coming back from WWE that was, that was not utilizing your brilliance to the level it needed to be. Thank you for realizing that that company was holding you down. Thank you for coming back to this podcast. Thank you for making the world of wrestling a better place, a safer place, a brighter tomorrow. You're yeah, that's what y'all, welcome. That's what y'all said last week, right? I wasn't here last week. Uh, I, I wasn't here last week either. I know. Hey, uh, Ace, what, what podcast did you do last week? Uh, I did the Tour of London podcast. Oh, did you? I bet it was thrilling. Well, when is that yeah. coming out? Yeah, yeah. When's that episode? It's coming out on their channel. 
Oh, on their channel. I was hearing those recording You know there's something called the World Wide Web, and so we yeah. should be able to listen to podcasts from London. So uh, once again, I, I should also be able to, to hear about three different recording dates, right? Like, Yeah, that's true. I just wish I had the login for, for Anchor. That wasn't holding you back from recording. <laughs> I just Ace, wanted to throw Ace, that out there. <laughs> Ace, I want it to be on the record. You're trying to get, give us crap. I had a no compete for two weeks. I couldn't do the podcast last week for legal reasons. Blame Vincent Kennedy McMahon or Venmo. You uh, absolutely could have El Generico'd it, but you chose not to. Yeah, I even gave you an. I, I even gave you a completely new persona. And I still wanted to give you the persona. Jacques. 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 You're right. I could have did that. Everyone, we are talking Jacques. about the wrestling. Zami Zane is my favorite wrestler. Okay. All right. All right. I got it. I have to do this. Now that, now that it's here, I have to do this. I'm sorry. Um, if I retain my championship going into next year, there is going to be a full podcast. Hold on, hold on. Isn't that kind of cheating? Because there's only next one that's coming out is next year. Shh, shh, shut. If I retain my championship up till next year, when the clock strikes midnight and the ball drops, there is going to be a podcast completely voiced by Jacques. Okay. You know no. what? I'm okay with this. No, yeah. no. I'm you know what? I I will do what I do. I will raise this podcast to new heights. I will skip on, on the first episode of the new year. I will not come and I will send Jacques. Sounds good. And now listen, guys, Jacques is going to be a new member of the podcast. So we have to treat him like we do whenever anyone else gets here. Y'all need to ask him about like his favorite matches. You know, you, you have to pick his brain and try to figure out what type of wrestling. The only thing that I will not bring up is I'm not going to ask him about uh, his favorite belt. Yeah. <laughs> no, listen, Jacques is Jacques has a favorite belt and not a lot he, of people. He Intercontinental. He, he, dude, he 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 gets violently angry. <laughs> the, no, U- the European Championship. Thanks <laughs> for listening. This has been the uh, Big Pop Podcast. Uh, somehow, some way. Tune in next week when we discover the French. Good night, everyone. Good night. Good night. I'm led to from Mars. Make sure that you're following us on all of our social medias, including Twitter at Quick Pop Cast, Facebook at the Quick Pop Podcast, and Instagram as well at the Quick Pop Podcast. Any of those are great ways to reach out to the host of the show, and we'd love to talk to you as well. We are constantly speaking on current events and would love to hear your opinions on stuff too. So get in touch with us today.